Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up? Who would winners and welcome to episode number 139 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. I want to be the very best. This is Chris. <laughs> and joining us today on the podcast, you know him, you love him, Dan is back. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. Dan is back yet again doing our Pokemon What could he Olympics? be back for? I wonder what it is. Pokemon Olympics part Duh. Now, I wanted to bring something up that we didn't talk about last week. We previously mentioned that Chris was the mastermind behind the Pokemon Olympics that we first started back in 2016. However, the reason we started in 2016, does anyone remember why? That year it released Pokemon Go. Yes, it did. Now that leads to my next question. Dan, are you still playing Pokemon Go? I haven't played <gasps> for the last since the pandemic started except for the last two weeks since uh, i started preparing for this okay so you so went on a hiatus when covid happened 15 month hiatus and then this brought you back and then i just started playing it again for the last two weeks wow yeah so share us your journey how has it been it was it's like a total change <laughs> <laughs> they they uh have battles now so i could like literally play against anyone i could play against you guys um they have uh team rocket all over the place what so you could play against team rocket um there's also like a in the battles there's like a ranking system so you can play and like be like the number one ranked person in you know country or whatever almost like the elite eight or whatever it is the elite four elite four thank you no problem wow yeah I i'm gonna be honest dan this is like breaking news to us i did not know that dan stopped playing pokemon go because whenever i saw you you always made a point to either a talk about it or b go outside so that way you could catch pokemon yeah because one of the things that we would do is whenever we go like on vacation or go check out a, a new city or whatever we would kind of learn what the city had through pokemon go like oh okay, it seems like a lot of pokestops over there let's check that out right and oh actually this is a really cool area um but because of the pandemic, we really had no reason to go anywhere. There's always going to just be the same Caterpies outside in your front lawn and whatnot. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So now, um, you before we start recording, you were saying how you're going on a vacation. Yeah. Did you decide this location because of the Pokemon that they have available through Pokemon Go? And if not, do you plan on playing Pokemon Go? I think we're not going to do it. I, th I think we are trying to... like not be staring at a phone the entire time listeners you have no idea how this is a huge huge revelation right now steve you're <laughs> really you're really grilling dan here <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to add, i wanted to talk about pokemon go last episode and i completely forgot yeah if 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 pandemic never happened and we had gone to japan for the olympics 2020 yeah i think i would have been playing pokemon go somehow 
in whatever way I could have, but I would have been trying to do it because I would have been getting like, you know, the Asian uh, regional Pokemon. Right. COVID really ruins everything, Dan. It's the worst. Man, I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyway, so oh. I the last two weeks I went on our runs, we've been like, I've been trying it out. Just to get you back, your feet wet a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you back. Me too. Yes. All right. So before we get into uh, the Pokemon Olympics talk for our part two, uh, first we're going to look at a couple polls from two previous episodes. About a couple weeks back, in honor of Shark Week, we had a Shark Potluck episode. Uh, Chris, you and I tackled that one. It was a great one. Yeah. So Chris, uh, you had a whole bunch of uh, fictional sharks from pop culture. Yeah, thanks for letting me take the shark side. I uh, had, had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of fin. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, had a ton of fin. And uh, I chose random people from that great uh, card game that we use, uh, Super Battles, or I forget what it's called. Um, and uh, so I have the poll results uh, as of right now. They could always change. So our first round was Smart Sharks from the film Deep Blue Sea going up against Professor Hulk armed with a portal gun. And currently, Professor Hulk with the portal gun is coming in at 67% of the vote to the Smart Sharks 33%. Portal, portal gun is so good. That was such a good model. It really helps. That, I'm really lucky to get that. You can pull. do like anything with a portal gun. Right. You can just get the shark, get him out of there. Uh, the next battle that we did for that episode, we had sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads from the Austin Powers franchise going up against a wizard that shoots laughing gas. And currently, we have, with 67% of the vote, sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads, and the wizard shooting laughing gas coming in at 33% of the votes. If there's any listeners who don't follow us on social media, I strongly encourage you to, because I had a lot of fun that week making some of the pictures. I was going to plug your shark, your wizard one, too, because I know you were really proud of it. I was really proud of that one, yeah. I found I found some, uh, some PNGs of uh, sharks with laser beams that were in... Uh, Fortnite, apparently. Oh. Yeah, it was from one of the seasons. I don't know. It came up when I typed in sharks with laser beams. I didn't say freaking laser beams because I knew I would just get Dr. Evil at that point. Uh, and the third part of that episode, we had Bruce uh, from the movie Jaws going up, a rhino- going up against a rhinoceros that sprays neurotoxins. And the rhino is currently winning that one, 83% to 17% for Bruce from Jaws. And lastly, we had a uh, the land shark from SNL going up against Forrest Gump that can take the form of anything water-based. And currently, Forrest Gump is winning 67% to uh, huh. land shark's 33%. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm a little surprised I was, by that one. I was surprised with that one as well. I thought, I thought land had... shark was an easy win for yeah. you. Didn't we also have Jabberjaw? Did we not do Jabberjaw, the cartoon shark? We just mentioned it. Oh, okay. We just mentioned it because I he was in like we said he, he was in the new Space Jam he was in Space Jam and uh, saw him in the in the second you know he didn't have front row seats he was in the kind of back but yeah he, he, was he must there. have he's not in you know they they saved the front row for your White Walkers your monkeys from Wizard of Oz and apparently those nuns did you oh, hear the nuns did you hear from, who those nuns are from is that from I assumed it was from the Conjuring universe is it not. <sighs> Like the nun spinoff. So I heard did. another person talking about it, saying they were from some old movie, like in like the I don't know sixties, where like nuns were like murder murdering people, like killer nuns, something like that. <laughs> I could be wrong. Dan, I can tell you're looking at us the way you are because you haven't seen the new Space Jam yet. No, I have not, and I'm surprised that Game of Thrones stuff is in it. Oh yes, there's there's a, there's a part. I mean, if you don't want to know, fast forward like a minute or so. Uh, there's a part where LeBron James, no, not LeBron James. Somebody rides a dragon, one of the dragons from Game of Thrones. 
I forget who. I, I honestly, I don't remember that scene at all. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> I believe you. There's White Walkers in it. Um, oh, man. I forget. I think it's just the like the Night King and whatnot. They literally but, are throwing every kind of pop culture thing in there. Oh, it, it's basically... I saw a gr- it's everything I, the Warner Brothers owns. I saw a great uh, analogy for this movie. So they said the first movie, the first Space Jam, was based off of a commercial. They said the second Space Jam is just a commercial. And I think that like summarizes it perfectly. It's basically a commercial for HBO Max. Wizard yeah, of Oz stuff yeah. is in it. Jabberjaw, he was in it. Uh, oh my gosh, there were so many other ones. I can't even remember. Did it, you see any Westworld stuff? Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't, I didn't That's notice. a good question. It was like to the point where you weren't even watching the movie. You were just looking to see who you could spot in the background. That's oh. that's what happened. There was um there were Lord of the Rings people in it. Uh, I forget I forget exactly. It's who like I'm, a bad Ready Player One. Say that again. Like a bad Ready Player One. Oh yeah, like Iron Giant was in it. Yeah, King Kong. King Kong was in it. Yeah, it was it was not Superman. Yeah, Superman, Batman, uh, like all the DC superheroes. Yeah, I will say in the movie's defense, there was like two scenes that made me laugh, and I don't want, I won't spoil either either of them, but like legitimate, I was laughing because I thought it was funny. Oh, it was one the cameo. Yes, from. yeah, I agree. The cameo was funny, but other than that, no. But uh, going back to this, so a couple of comments that we have. Someone wrote in saying it's a freaking laser beam. Uh, someone said I should read this in a gruff voice. So I'm going to read it saying, uh, this podcast favorite for this human to listen to, but too long. Why talk more than five seconds about shark versus human chomp, chomp shark win. I am submitting my human vote. Now I am not a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, someone else wrote in saying this is, oh boy, laughing gas loses. Just like when I try to get a girlfriend, I lose. Ooh, <laughs> oh, sorry, man, listener. I am really sorry for that person. Oh. Uh, well, if you need a topic to talk about, you can always bring up the Who Would Win podcast. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm I, sure I, I heard it's great on first dates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are the poll results as of now from that episode. Uh, then going on to our previous episode where we did our Tokyo Pokemon Summer Olympics Part 1. Uh, and for that episode, we had three events. For the first event, we had the three-on-three basketball which i think we are all in agreement is awesome it was fun to watch yeah, yeah i mean i love the whole full-on sprint it's just like it's they just well, don't game stop. that we watched together where literally it was like everyone was tired it was an overtime right and they couldn't make any baskets because they were just like they were just totally so gassed exactly it's, it's just quick in terms of game time too like yeah, the game's over very, very fast, quick yeah. yeah i enjoyed it uh so in that episode we had uh infernape uh, or a team made up of Zoroark, and we also had a team made up of uh, Golark. And currently, um, Infernape has 33% of the votes. Uh, Zoroark has 42% of the votes, and Golark has 25% of the votes. So Zoroark, Chris, which was yours, the people, shape-shifting... People went for my uh, illusionary Yep, that is argument. currently leading. And I will I will admit that I uh, accidentally put Primeape on the poll, and Dan just uh, informed me, so I did change that to Infernape, but it was supposed to be uh, Primeape, uh, Infernape. Um, all right, secondly, we had uh, Madison Cycling, which I haven't seen any of. I haven't seen it Maybe all. they haven't done it yet. I don't Maybe know. Not. Yeah, that or they haven't shown it on TV yet. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I've seen some biking stuff. I saw mountain biking and some like track cycling, I think I saw. Okay. And then like Tour de France kind of cycling, Oh, too. I did see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for that one, we currently have, um, with 16, uh, 17% of the vote, we have Whirlipede and Metachamp. Chris, those were your two choices. 
Uh, then we have at 33% of the vote, we have Combuskin and Blaziken. And with 50% of the vote, we have Lucario and Mian Shao. Well done, Dan. Thank you. I think it's just the Lucario vote. Like everyone likes Lucario the best. <laughs> <laughs> he is really popular. He's a cool Pokemon. So He is, but like literally Chris, yours can go like 60 miles an hour. So I just still don't know how I lost or how I won that. It was an interesting I choice. Agree. It was an interesting choice. Now I'm going to bring this up because uh, it was making me upset. And we were talking about this before we started recording uh, that it seemed as though I just kind of threw my hands up in the air and gave up when it came to uh, my Combuskin uh, argument. But I'm, I'm going to ask for a, a real, uh, you know, change, not change, but a, a judgment call here. So I was uh, doing some research on Combuskin, and I found a picture of him from the anime, and he seems to be much taller than two feet in that anime. It could be the perspective. He could be really close to the camera. I don't know. That, com- <laughs> that, that, that perspective <laughs> no, seems I, like insane. I've tall. actually seen oftentimes the uh, anime will conflict with the Pokédex entries. So I'm just going to say... Listeners, maybe take that into consideration, but I will say Bulbapedia does say he's two feet tall, so I feel like we do have to go with the canon on that one. Uh, And thirdly, uh, we have who would win uh, Olympic Karate. Uh, We had Toxicroak going up against Drifloon and Sock. Currently, uh, I can't even see the percentage for Drifloon. I'm sorry, Chris, because it's so low. It's so nice. It's so bad? It's not even coming up. Oh, there we go. Uh, It's 8%. Sorry. Not great. 8% of the vote to Drifloon, 33% of the vote to Toxicroak, and 58% to Sock. Coming in real strong there, Dan. Two and one. I like it. Yeah, you're doing you're doing really well uh, with them right now. I think we did it one like years ago, but I'm curious to see like, your win percentage. Like how many things have you've won versus Chris? And Kirsty, who's who's who's, who's leading the, them? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be hard to see now because we updated the we kind of the changed our system. polling system. Yeah, yeah, but back when it was on Twitter, I remember we did do that. Yeah. I think Chris won a lot. Uh, a couple <laughs> comments we have. Uh, we have someone wrote Steve is a goner, and I think that's because of my um, surrender uh, about Blaziken. There, uh, someone else wrote in saying Sock was my f- uh, was my f- was made for karate. Excuse me, Infernape would be too fast, and Lucario because he is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> yep. So there we go. Someone else is jumping on that train. Uh, someone else wrote in saying sock go chop chop yeah and someone else wrote in saying my personal picks for each of these events would be greninja for basketball because mm-hmm. greninja's hands would stick to the ball and it can release at any point it is also very agile for cycling i would pick gallade which has superhuman endurance and is my favorite pokemon for the second i would do Lopunny, which is very humanoid and for karate i would choose bisharp or bisharp because it has steel fists Thanks for keeping the biannual tradition going. You're very welcome. I would, can I may I comment on that uh, comment? Sure. <laughs> so I, I think Greninja is my favorite Pokemon. He's awesome. But I will say, I don't know if having sticky hands is that much of an advantage in basketball. There's not many times when you're playing basketball where you're like, where you're like man, I sure wish the ball would stick to my hands. Because <laughs> like you bounce it. No, you don't want it to stick. You shoot the ball. You don't want it to stick. Maybe on certain like dunks. Which he That's would true. argue he would probably be good at because he's a frog. He could probably jump super high. So right. maybe if his strategy was just to get the ball, jump with it stuck to his hand and dunk it every time. Like Gorilla's strategy. Dan said, uh, like Gorilla's strategy, like what I had. We're basically just being really just tall. going right into it. Yeah. You were hoping right. you could just reach the, the net at any time because yeah. you're so big. Mm-hmm. But thanks for the comments and uh, thanks for the votes. Absolutely. We appreciate it so much. Um, are we ready to get started? We should get started. Let's do it. Part two of our Pokemon Summer Olympics. 
All right. As always, please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send us an email at whowinwincast at gmail.com, and consider checking out our website, www.whowinwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts to help us spread the word about our show, and we will give you a shout-out read live on our show. Dan... What are we talking about today? All right. So we have three events uh, that are going to be talked about. So sports climbing, surfing, and skateboarding, all three new to Olympics. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to be very interesting to see what these would be like yes, in yeah. the Olympics. Um, I actually have watched some skateboarding. Okay. Um, a little over underwhelmed on what I saw. I was disappointed as well. I saw, I, I saw a lot of falling. Yep, yep. A lot, a lot of falling. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to fall, but it just seemed like it was a lot of falling. So, question on that. Is there like a skateboard half pipe or anything? Or is it just the, like the, what was that called? Like freestyle or? So I'll get into that. There, there. Dan knows all the. Uh... I'll, I'll jump into skateboarding first since we're talking about that. There actually is two different types of skateboarding events. There is street and then there's park. Um, street is basically a course that mimics a real street. It has rails, benches, curbs, stairs, and the judging takes account basically factors of degrees of difficulty, like tricks of height, speed, originality, execution, and composition of moves. Okay. Um, and that's and then you also have like park. When I think of like, I'm also not a skateboarder at all, but I grew up with Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> and when I think of like skating, I think of park. Um, so that is like a hollowed out like bowl like course with like ramps and and that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh the, the difficulty and originality also increase and if the deck is rotated midair, flipped, or if the competitor is able to rotate the body midair. Um that's how the people are judging it, in addition to all the other things I talked about. So that's that's skateboarding, okay. and I think what I've seen is is street. So that's why I'm I'm like, you're not right doing. You're not doing good. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm not used to that kind of I'm not used to that kind of uh, competition. Right, and that's why I don't want to say like I don't want to talk as though we can do what they do, and mm-hmm. I think it's you know they don't look good or whatever it is. I was just kind of surprised that you know at the Olympic level, the first time this competition's ever been going on, I feel like I just saw a lot of people on the ground more than I saw them skating skateboarding right i um i'm i'm i've been debating whether it's just talk about this or not i watched an hour long hour and a half long video produced by the olympics talking about how skateboarding surfing and sports climbing got to become olympic sports okay fascinating watch really i maybe um, we can put that in the show notes if anyone's interested in checking that out totally um, and basically, uh, the story, how sports climbing came to be was less anticlimactic. Cause it's like, it has like real, uh, it has a lot more standing in the, uh, community than say skateboarding or surfing is. Cause they're often looked at as like hoodlums or like, not like, you not know, traditional, traditional where sports climbing is something that, uh, more, be more traditional. Right. Um, totally recommend it. Tony Hawk is like basically talked about the entire time. Um, and it's really fascinating. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put uh, it in the show notes. Show notes, totally. Um, other two events. Uh, sports climbing is the combination of three dis- different disciplines. Uh, speed climbing 
lead climbing, and bouldering. So I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with any of those, but I'll explain a little bit about them. Uh, speed climbing is basically you have a <laughs> uh, a very a, a tall um, wall, and it's basically first one up to the top, and that that is the the, the victor. Lead climbing is basically uh, you give them out of time, and it's, it's a 49 foot tall wall, and basically whoever gets the highest wins. And bouldering is basically you have um, whoever can do the most complex route up the, the wall, um, and it's, there's there's you don't use a belay. You guys know what belay is? Yeah, it's when you're like attached, right? Yeah, it's yeah. literally just you with against the wall, holding on and kind of climbing up. Yeah, and um, that's only 15 feet high. That wall, so a lot shorter. Okay, and it's basically the most complex route and the least amount of attempts. And where this is basically, it's com- combination of all three disciplines, and the like. The best person at all three wins the sports climbing event. Interesting. So it's like. Typically, you look at it in like um, three distinct sports. When this is looking at as a, as combined, right? Yeah, I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Like, I've heard some complaints from the participants being like, "These are three different sports. Doesn't make sense to combine them." But for some reason, they did. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think you'd have uh, very different skill sets. Like bouldering is all about like, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but basically they're colored um routes along the way so you have to make sure you hit all your hands on on your feet as well on like say you have the white path right uh and you can't put your foot on the blue path where and like you know speed climbing it's just like get up there as fast as you can i don't think you really need to pay attention to putting your hands on the right color or not right so totally different but interesting and then uh surfing is probably um a little similar skateboarding where you're familiar more familiar with it and it's uh, four or five person heats that normally last uh, 30 minutes. And that's a max of 25 waves. And their two highest scoring waves will count for as a total. And they're basically being judged similar to skateboarding based on the maneuvers, degree of difficulty, innovativeness, speed, and power. Now, is there a time limit that they have to complete these? Uh, 30 minutes. I'm sorry, did you say that? I did. Oh, my bad. Or 35 waves. 25 waves. Oh, 25 waves. Okay, that's why I was confused on the, on the two of those. Does that mean you can surf 25 waves or like let 25 waves go by? You can surf 25 waves. And then just the best two they'll take? Man, if you can surf 25 waves in 30 minutes, that seems amazing. But I guess it's possible. Now, I know Japan, they said that they were going to have some good waves because there was a monsoon that went through, right? There's a typhoon. Or typhoon, excuse me. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's, I think it's like how we would consider like a category... Um, it's like a tropical depression almost. It's small. Okay. So it's not like a hurricane, but still produces. Still enough where the waves are getting bigger than uh, typical. Wow. That's perfect conditions if they want to get some good waves. Yeah. Like it sounds like a big waves, but like not dangerous, hopefully. Right. Yeah. I think it just sucks for everything else that's outside because it's, it's raining the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, the surfers are happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Cool. So we have uh, those three events like Dan mentioned um skateboarding sport climbing and surfing uh as well all right so we're gonna start first with uh skateboarding and uh i'll go first i'll I'll take i'll take what i got so i'm gonna start i'm I'm starting off i got a uh, pokemon here and his name is (laughs) kranidos 
Cranidos? Cranidos? Can you tell us about him? Sure. So he looks like a... Um, so he's a fossil Pokemon, and he looks like a uh, a dinosaur. I think it's called a Paraf- Paralophilosaurus, something along those lines. It's the one that has like the big like skull head. Uh, I believe it might be a Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephalosaurus. Yes, that's it. What did I say? A fer- I didn't know fer- that off the top of my head. I just read it. Pachycephalosaurus. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going with uh, with him. So he is a fossil Pokemon. And he is, if I can get his information right here. <laughs> Why do you laugh so hard? You'll see. Oh boy. I'm curious. I'm curious what I said. Or what, what I have. It's gonna come back and bite me in the butt. Um alright. Are you are you making fun of him because he's two foot eleven? Uh no. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. Do you want me to just tell you? Just go for it. We were reading the description uh-huh. and the last sentence just says, it notably lacks any intelligence. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So, all right, so there is a, there is a specific reason why I chose that because I I kind of when and, and you were kind of talking about this too, Dan. Like like the skating sports sometimes is seen as non traditional, right? And I feel like sometimes those athletes are viewed as being non traditional, even though they are not. Like Tony Hawk, for example, guy's a genius. He's obviously very smart at what he does. I can't even imagine doing any of those things. So I thought it was funny that this Pokemon kind of fit in with those non traditional approaches to those sports that are seen as non traditional. The way that I and I, I'm getting ahead of myself, but when I saw you pick this, mm-hmm. and the only reason why I thought you picked it was because it looks like it has a helmet. That's exactly why I chose it. So, like uh, Chris mentioned, the Periophilosaurus, Pachycephalosaurus. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that's exactly what it looks like, and that's the Pokemon. That is the Pokemon. That is the dinosaur that is known for having that thick skull part on its head that it rams against other Pachycephalosauruses. Good job. Thank you very much. Um, so I'm thinking, first of all, he already has a built-in helmet, which is fantastic. And Chris, you, you research interest, something interesting about helmets at the Olympics too. I didn't even research this. I just heard the announcer say it and I committed it to memory. Um, I don't know if this is an Olympic rule or like a Tokyo rule, but, uh, if you're over 18, you can opt out of wearing a helmet for the skateboarding competition. If you're under 18, you must wear a helmet. So there were some competitors under 18 and they had to wear helmets. Now I'm thinking because he's two foot eleven, a lot of people are going to see him and think that oh, you automatically have to wear a helmet you're a because kid. you're a little kid, exactly. But he has one built in already, which is totally fine. Um, and he's going to be able to, uh, you know, kick his foot so that way he can use the skateboard and uh, go through and complete all the tricks. And like I said, if he falls, which happens a lot from what I've been seeing with the uh, Olympic skateboarding, he's going to have a built in helmet and he's going to be completely okay. And at two foot eleven, he's going to look small. But isn't there like a fifteen year old competing in the the skating? Are you saying that fifteen year old kids are around two feet tall? I'm just no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you look at someone who's small, you might judge them by their size. But look, I think you're you're worried that we're going to knock you on the size because of what happened at the bike race. <laughs> I don't think it will have a big effect on the skateboarding. Okay. So I wasn't going to say anything. Okay, I'm just making you're just sure. Making yourself look nervous now. And just because he lacks intelligence in one way doesn't mean he doesn't have intelligence in other ways. One of my favorite famous quotes. It actually says he lacks any intelligence, just so you know. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's the key keyword there. And just to your point, correcting you, uh-huh. the thirteen-year-old who won gold for women. All right, even closer now to being younger. Perfect. Even closer Thank to you. two feet tall. Even yeah. closer to two feet tall. One thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say, and this is a quote I actually live by as a teacher, is uh, if you judge a fish by its uh, intelligence to climb a tree. It's going to live its entire life thinking it's stupid. So 
you can't just apply one thing to one group or one individual. That's, that is very true. So I've never heard that expression before. Really? Are you I've, serious? I've heard that. It's Albert Einstein who said that. Yeah, I think you might have slightly missed a word, but yeah, I think it's if you judge if you judge a fish if you judge a fish by its intelligence. I think it's like by its ability. By its ability to yeah, judge whatever. a trait. It's like, you, people, you get the idea. Exactly. So, Basically, fish can't can't climb trees. So that means they're stupid. No, it just means they're not good at climbing trees. Right. They're not evolved yet. That's all. They're just not evolved yet. Right. So he might not be intelligent, but when it comes to skateboarding, he can rock it. He can rock it. I, w- I will say in your defense, he looks like he has like a body that would be okay to skateboard in. Like he, I think the short arms. I don't know. I guess it depends on his balance because you need your arm. Your arms help you balance a lot. I just feel like he'd be like that little guy and, and you're, just, you're just rooting for him. You're just like, oh, yeah, go, Kranidos. Like, come on. You got uh, this. I, I think I'm going to have you beat on the cute little guy factor, though. If you're going to root for a cute little guy, you're going to root for my guy. All right. Let's bring it in. Who are you going for? All right. I, I have Trico. He's a grass starter from Generation 3. Uh, he's like a cute little gecko. He's had a pretty I traditional a gecko. gecko commercial before. No, no, he's not that Sorry. gecko. But he's got a pretty traditional gecko look. Uh, and the reason I picked him is because he has basically sticky feet. He has, uh, st- so they're, he's used, they're used for climbing, lets him stick to things. And I'm thinking this will help him skateboarding. So it'll, it'll make certain tricks harder. Like he won't be able to flip the board. He won't be doing kickflips, but it will help him for like, like big air, like holding the board on his feet type things. Like he won't, he won't lose the board. Mm-hmm. So he can do a lot of spins and doesn't have to worry about the, uh, board coming off his feet. That was my plan. That's pretty much all I got. And like you said, he's a, he's a cute little guy. He's super cute. How tall is he? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm on the mobile sites. So it's going to take me forever to find it. <laughs> he's, uh, he's one foot eight. He's very small, right? He's one foot. So I'm assuming the uh, skateboards will also be adjusted to size for the respective Pokemon. Yeah, I think right? so. They wouldn't be having a normal size skateboard. Imagine. Yeah. And all athletes, I'm sure, have their own custom size skateboard as well it also says uh in pokemon sapphire he's cool calm and collected it never panics under any situation that's like exactly what he needs for that kind of sport he also seems like he's very nimble too that he would have no problem doing like whatever flips and tricks he has to do i think i agree i agree thank you thank you i'm just yeah absolutely just being being nice as well (laughs) (laughs) i uh i'm gonna be honest i really i really can't think of anything to to poke holes at Trico, did do we decide on whether we're doing park or street? Or sorry, park or yeah, park or street? I would go ahead, Chris. Oh, because you're probably, you're probably thinking in park he wouldn't be as well. He'd be good in the grinds because he wouldn't lose the board on like rail grinds, which is uh, was a big part of it. But that's part of the reason I kind of agreed it was a little boring when everyone's just like grinding the same rails. Yeah, but he wouldn't be as good as like doing the the board flips. I don't know if that's what you were thinking. Yeah, I was I was just curious because like I um I I do think there would be some kind of difference of uh, his ability there. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, I I think you're I think you're right. I I mean, I would just say just skate. We could just say skateboard in general, and we could say which one they would be better in than 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 not in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, I really I really can't poke any holes in Trico. I mean, unless. I don't. I really don't know. Unless there's like a tree nearby, and he's like, "I want to go to the tree instead." <laughs> so he hops off. He hops off the board and, and like flings over to the tree. But there's no trees anywhere near the the, the skate the skating areas. Yeah, I don't want to really like argue against myself, but I one foot is pretty short. To if it, if it's a court that the course is made for everyone, 
and you made it like to a human size like uh, scale one foot would he'd have some trouble with certain things I yeah that's true I just don't want to set a precedent where we're always talking about height <laughs> so <laughs> because then we can poke holes in yeah. anything too the, the one thing that I have is probably a positive for mine so maybe it'd be good for me to kind of transition out. yeah go for it um so yeah, your guy was really interesting so for Trico not really a um a height thing more kind of getting stuck to the board and also just the power um one of the main things when it comes to skateboarding is it is you you have to be able to push off and really get a lot of power in your legs um and he is rather small in that regard i don't know how much power he'd be able to get to be able to do his tricks from from there where from my guy um who is scrafty it's like a perfect name for this guy. Yeah. He's Gen 5. Um, he evolves from Scraggy. He is a dark and fighting Pokemon. Uh, if you look at him, you basically see a um, like a lizard, orange lizard type, uh, red mohawk. Um, he also has um, like a, a like extra skin. It's called Shed Skin. Uh, I guess. Is uh, that what that is? I thought it was a pants. I thought it was pants. I thought it was pants. Because I, I, I we've established last episode that Pokemon do wear clothing. It looks like pants. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, oh, he appears to have loose yellowish shed skin on yeah. its lower half that resembles baggy pants, which covers its leg and its tail. Okay, yes. fair enough. Yeah, so it is his, his yellow skin that yeah. he basically kind of carries around okay. um, with him. Um, he's kind of known to have super powerful kicks and he's able to kick through concrete blocks oh boy um, do you think he would break his board in half i hope not <laughs> yeah it seems like that would that would happen uh one of the things when when looking at this um uh they were basically saying that uh his type is like his hoodlum and i thought that was like the funniest thing um and kind of plays into the stereotype when you think of skateboarding right the non-traditional approach. yeah um you know he often comes out off being rude but he also takes care of his loved ones and it's it's turf um <laughs> and uh yeah so i thought he'd basically be super strong and uh having to be able to push off and skateboard um he looks the part which is you know half the battle um and uh you know think he'd be pretty good so Go ahead. i'm sure we're all thinking this it seems like he's going to be tripping on his skin pants that so i'm looking up pictures of him and every picture of him he's holding up his skin pants what do his legs even look like apparently they're strong <laughs> i was i was like worst comes to worst he'd wear a belt that's how i thought of it <laughs> he should, yeah he should wear a belt but then he wouldn't look like a, well i guess he could still look like a cool skateboarder but so even if he does wear a belt his pants are gonna be kind of le- baggy and he has that tail do you think that tail would be getting caught like on the ground or anything or in the skateboard i I actually think a tail is good for this event because assuming he can like lift it up it it helps with balance so i think that'd be useful on a skateboard okay yeah i think it'd be helpful for like balancing because then you basically have your arms and your tail to help you balance yeah i would just say he'd probably have a hard time because it looks like he's always he's gonna have to hold on to his pants all right so he wears a belt it's baggy i don't know Mm-hmm. People in the '90s did it. The thing. <laughs> you could definitely skateboard baggy pants. <laughs> All right, you're definitely not wrong on that. Yeah, you can. You can skateboard baggy pants. 
Yeah, that, that's the that's the only critique I would have about him. Like, because we're not really going into like their their size or anything, because that's just going down a rabbit hole. Though he is the tallest of all three. He is the tallest of all three, coming in at three foot seven. Yeah, this this podium is going to be taller than these Pokemon, <laughs> like completely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's the only thing. That's the only thing I would bring up. But yeah, he definitely seems like that non traditional looking skateboarder that you that you can completely have. Yeah. I literally, I saw him and I was like. That has to be the one I pick, regardless. And then it turns out he has some pretty cool qualities, too. (laughs) All right, Scrafty, anything else you want to add for skateboarding? Anyone? Uh, uh, I think a really young uh, woman won. um, What's the one where they're out on a a park? Wait, not park. What's the other one? Street? What are the two things? It was street, and it was 13 years old. She's from Japan. Yeah, that was pretty awesome that a uh, Japanese girl won and that she's only 13. That's, That's that was, super cool. I thought that was really cool. Absolutely. Home field advantage, all excited. That's great. Uh, her name is uh, Momiji Nish- Nishia. That's not how you would say that? I don't know how to say that. Well, let's just go with mine was close. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, awesome. Why don't we move on to the next event then? Sounds good. Okay, great. So the next event that we're going to be moving into is the sports climbing Another new event added to the Tokyo 2020 the, Summer Olympics. three-part event. The three-part event, which I think we could just establish who would be good at, at climbing. climbing rocks. In general. In general, but you could also add speed in there, too, well, if you well, think you could. We don't have to put speed in. If, if you don't want to, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm giving myself away. I say, you know, depending on, on, on the event. I think I got a great climber, but I don't know if he's the fastest. Okay, well, we'll take a look at that um, right now. So we're looking at sports climbing uh and want to go first uh i'm happy to go just gotta bring up my uh pokemon because i keep forgetting his name which is ferrothorn ferrothorn uh this first half of his name is pharaoh like the word iron like the latin word for iron uh because he is a grass and steel type so he's like a uh he looks like a like a spiky football but actually they say he looks like a flattened durian but you don't see that fruit very much in the United States, so I've never... I mean, I think I might have seen it, but I guess if you live in Asia, you might eat them. I, they they're supposedly taste really good, but they smell really bad. Is that that one? Yeah, they smell horrible. <laughs> yes. Do, do they taste good, though? I actually never had them, but uh, I know people that have He's... actually cut into it, and they said it's, it's, it's horrible. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, so like <laughs> flattened Dorian or a football with spikes, but made of metal. So he has a metallic body, it has thorns, and he has these three kind of like... Uh, like three arm appendages uh but they have almost like a how to describe it i i thought it kind of looked like a suction cup but i don't know if it it's like a spiked kind of uh it doesn't actually have suction but it's like a it has a spiked tip appendage that's kind of hand alike but it's hard to describe this okay uh anyway a spiky metal disc say that is on the end of his three appendages and he he literally uses them to hang from the ceilings of caves so he can kind of swing himself around and hook himself into the walls so i feel like his strength is bouldering where like basically no no incline no steepness is going to be too difficult for him he can basically take any path up a rock wall he wants right i just don't know if this method of movement lends itself to speed but he's not going to fall and he's going to be very consistent so a question i have is uh it says that he's very good uh clinging to ceilings and caves Mm -hmm. and i definitely see that too how do you think he would be going up against something vertical? Because I think 
horizontal, he has no problem kind of swinging his arms. I understand. Around. I understand. I, so I think with the three appendages. So you know how like if you ever seen a person like scale a building with like those suction cup things as they walk yeah. up. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of like that. Okay. He's just he's going to have three of them. He can kind of. So he would throw one up, and then one go yeah. higher and higher, so on and so forth. Yeah. So that's why I'm a little worried about his speed, but I, okay. I think he's going to. I see that. I think too. he's going to be capable. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, being steel Pokemon, he's definitely going to be strong, and having that ability uh, definitely, definitely would help him. So this may be a, a dumb question, but how do you hit the hand grips if you don't have hands? Well, you either have to. We can either say there's some accommodation for like. There's always going to have to be something, with the or Pokemon, he can yeah. just tap it and then hook right next to it. Like, is there a rule that you like have to hold onto the hand grip? That seems really limiting for like a lot of Pokemon. I would say that they have to touch it and hold on. They would they have to touch it and hold on to it somehow. He can like hold on right next to it. Well, couldn't, assume... couldn't he like put his suction cup over top of it? Well, it looks like they're kind of made for like going into rocks. So if they're like made of plastic or something, I'm not sure. And like the shape doesn't lend itself to his method of. Well, if he goes around it and touches like the rock around yeah, it, I think that would. That's be fair. what he would have to do. Yeah, I think that would be fair. Makes sense. I I think I'm just very narrow focused in my <laughs> my defense. So I I'm you. I'm trying to think about that. Now if while he's like climbing, is he gonna be like banging against the side of like the rocks the whole way up, I guess? Uh I think he has some strength in his appendages that they're not he's not just gonna like swing around like he's blowing in the wind. Okay. So there's a picture also where he's standing on flat ground and he's he's holding himself up. So he's not like dragging himself along the ground. Okay. He might though. And it'd make a loud sound, I think. When I when I look at the way he looks, and we'll have pictures for all these Pokemon in the show notes, that way you can see. Though his arms, I don't know why, just kind of when I first see them, I think of like spaghetti. Like they feel like they would just be kind of really loose. I think that's a trend of Pokemon artists to just make spaghetti arms. Because like so (laughs) many Pokemon just have spaghetti arms. Oh, I think there's a a Pokemon in Gen 5 called like (laughs) Get Spetty. Yeah. And it's uh it kind of looks like Tangela. Except with um, meatballs and spaghetti. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that Pokemon. He's Tangela really cool. or Gatsbetty? Gatsbetty. Gatsbetty. Yeah, it's a really good one. If that happens in Gen 8 or Gen 9, whatever, <laughs> I'd be very frustrated. I actually want to I want to like go through some crazy Pokemon with you, Steve, to get your, to get your thoughts. <laughs> we'll do that at the end. Perfect. Um, all right, Dan, you want to go with yours next? Sure. So I went with Swampert. So... Um, Swamper is basically is a final form of Med, M- Mudkip. It's Gen three, my favorites, and uh, it's an amphibian-like Pokemon uh, with a bulky frame and has four thick limbs, uh, two longer ones in the front at serving as arms, while the other shorter limbs provide more support for the creature to choose to kind of stand upright. Uh, it's semi-bipedal, and uh, you know basically it has. Uh, really strong power um so it's like strong enough to easily drag a boulder weighing more than a ton um and you know I, what i plan on doing is having swampert basically being able to use that power to be able to hold himself up also because he is an amphibian uh, he should have more of a sticky kind of hand grip um, which really allow him to quickly um, go from one area to the next on the either the bouldering because he has the the strong hand grips um well and also being quick enough to be able to kind of go up the the uh side and, and say sport climbing and, and speed climbing do you think um sticky hands translates well to rock 
I, I do, actually. You I do? think that'd be good. Okay, that's fine. I was actually, when I was reading about Trico from uh, skateboarding, I was like, oh, he's good for rock climbing. I should have picked him. It even said he's really good at climbing in his description. <laughs> now, there's a um, there's a TM in Pokemon called Rock Climb. Oh, I meant to, I forgot to say that for mine. So my Pokemon naturally learns Rock Climb, which means he's a natural Rock Climber. I will say, ha- though, he doesn't need the TM to learn Swampert does not know Rock Climb. Oh, he can't. Can he, he learn he, the TM? He cannot learn the TM. Oh, okay. Interesting. I did yes. not know that. Yes. Um, now I'll bring up for mine. Uh, well, I'll get to that when I talk about mine. Um, yeah, Swampert. Uh, I mean, he does definitely does look. He, I mean, he looks natural. He does look like a natural. He does like I, a natural. I, climber. The only thing I can't tell his fingers look kind of weird, but it might just be the picture we're looking at. I mean, like, three three fingers. I think that'll be enough. That's one, enough. Th- one thumb okay. and two two fingers to, to grab it okay i think i think that would definitely be be fine now i would argue that i mean maybe not like i said i don't want to set an uh, a precedent when it comes to height but if you have a shorter pokemon when it comes to like the rock climbing would they have do you think the rock climbing grips shorter in the pokemon olympics or would they be like average length wide you know yeah, what that's I mean? a, that's a tough thing because like there's such a variation that it doesn't really. I mean, we could talk about that all day. So let's just right. let's just not worry about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. But to that point, he is about five foot, so about the average um, human size. So it would be pretty yeah, suitable. Yeah, he, he can definitely go out of there. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me go to mine. So my Pokemon is called uh, Glissor, and he is from Generation Four. Basically, looks like a bat. Uh, if you gave him crab claws, Ooh. and he has a tail that kind of looks like uh, a ball and chain uh, in a way, if you will. And um, so he's a ground flying Pokemon. And this is this is something I'm curious to just get your opinions on. And if it doesn't work out in my favor, it doesn't work out in my, in my favor. I'm taking the bronze in this Pokemon Olympics, I feel anyway. Um, now, Glissor cannot naturally learn rock climb. However, his pre-evolution, Gligar can so i'm confused as to what happens when if gligar has rock climb and he evolves into glissor would he still have rock climb yes he would okay so i wonder why they made that change what's his, was, what's the pre-evolution form look like is it not like a crab bat uh it's it's pretty similar it's just it's, a smaller crab it's just bat. like a smaller crab oh, bat. he's cuter very similar <laughs> he, yeah he's not as scarier as, as a glissor yeah that doesn't really make sense why the uh evolution can't learn yeah so climb. if you went on like bulbapedia and you looked and 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 looked at glissor you would see that he does not naturally learn um rock climb so mm-hmm. i'm just gonna pretend that gligar evolved and like they were like you're a natural and 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 then moved him on. Onto I think the that's fair. If if we ever want to get real deep into how Pokemon the games work, like you can like also get like egg moves if you breed them with like a certain egg type. Yes, they I get so, additional moves. So that I was way. look I was looking into that too because I was trying to figure out a You're way like, that I, I could get Glissor uh, Rock Climb naturally, <laughs> um, but unfortunately it could not happen unless Gligar had it uh, before him. Um, so anyway, the way I'm thinking here with Glissor is uh, he's got his his claws, which are strong uh allowing him to grip on to the handles that he needs to gives him the strength to pull himself up he can also use his um his wings to kind of like glide upwards a little bit um to go to the next one and it's also said that he uses his tail to hang uh upside down as well so if he's ever getting tired with his arms he could just kind of throw it over to his tail so that to keep him going up he could throw his tail and 
wrap around, grab on, and throw his tail up to to move himself uh, upwards. That is a strategy in real rock climbing. It has a name where you like kind of hang upside down and like hook your leg and to get your arms a rest. Yeah, I have no idea what that would be called. <laughs> I know it has a name, but I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you planning on using your wings much? Uh, if anything, they would be for just kind of helping me move up. If I'm like kind of like throwing my body up mm. in a way, like completely letting go and moving up to the next area. Uh, or if something happens and I fall and I need to not die, that would be my Important. my 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 way to glide back to okay, the Okay, uh, because I originally bottom. was thinking that, you know, when you are rock climbing uh, or bouldering, you're typically like you're t- like a, a pretzel. Your one arm is in one direction, the other arm is totally different, and you have to do what basically you have to do to kind of get up this. Right. I was I was really struggling how you would do that and also use your wings without because you'd basically be like, you know, I'd have him close because it doesn't seem that his... Would you say that his arms are detached from his wings? They don't seem like they're connected. I would say that they're separate from that picture. Uh, it was. It's hard to tell from what we're looking at. Yeah, it, it's pretty hard to tell. Yeah, I would say I would say that they're uh, that they're separate. Um, anywho, yeah. So so I would I really I wouldn't use my wings like I said unless I was trying to just pull myself up. Just to kind of give my arms a rest and kind of glide to the next uh, the next area that I have to hold on to, mm-hmm. or worst case scenario, I fall off and I don't want to die. I can just glide down to the bottom. And do you think you'd be able to have a handhold with the claws? I think so. Of course he does. He always thinks. So. <laughs> whenever I ask Steve, whenever I got him, whenever I have him, I'm like, I know, I know, I got him with this, and I'll be like, Steve, what about this? And he'll be like, I don't think so. I think he'll be fine. He always does that. <laughs> and also use a transitive property incorrectly. Um, I, I honestly don't think you're going to be able to use the handholds for claws. I think you're going to basically be like, they're going to be, <laughs> I'm doing the, the, the grasping the, right now. I think the microphone's picking it up. Good. So. Okay. Because it's important. Yeah, it sounds um, awesome. Uh, no. So basically, I don't think they're going to be able to get enough grip around it. And then you basically are going to have like a, a third or eighth of your, your claws actually picking up the handhold and not be able enough strength. I think you might be worrying too much about the handholds for this event. So I, I do understand it actually has like a, a significance for the bouldering. Does it matter for the other ones? Can you just hold anywhere if you have the ability? And it's just like the handholds help you. Like I understand why a human needs them. But if you had like a crab claw, you might have a different way of climbing. I don't know where you'd climb in, like, claw into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he makes the crab claw every time he says it. <laughs> I don't know. As as a Pokemon that also has like weird shaped hands, I'm kind of gonna <laughs> stick to your side, yeah, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's literally one of the things I was looking at. I was like looking at the hands. I can, sh- I can see you. Yeah. You're really you're going for the for the traditional the traditional route. Yeah. I mean, it just gets so hard with Pokemon, like we were saying. It's just you'd have to right adjust everything. I mean, unless there's something that's like completely does not go with that sport, and well, that's how the Pokemon is. Then I could see that. Like this isn't a gen, this wasn't a Gen three, four, or five, so it wouldn't have been eligible for this. But what if you like rolled up with an onyx to a rock climbing, and he's like he's like twenty feet tall, and he just reaches the top. What is that? <laughs> he just has like his horn, and he just taps yeah. it, and he's like, "I win." Right. There are certain things that just don't make sense. Right. I mean, we're having Pokemon in the Olympics. True. You're right. We are. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our third and final event, which is surfing. One of the last of the new events we're going to talk about. Super cool. Uh, super glad that they uh, they introduced it for this Olympics. I hope they keep it around. I'm not sure if they are or not, but I think I think it's just something super different that you really don't get to see. 
yeah, it's it's nice seeing some of these X Games type events come into Olympics and getting more um, prominence to it. And let's be honest, when someone's turning on the Olympics, they don't want to watch dressage. They don't want to watch. Uh, All right, be careful here. There's something for everyone at the Olympics. There, like if if you were grew up with horses and you love horses, that's going to be super interesting. To that's you. true. That's true. But that's not going to attract the everyday. So I will say I was definitely making fun of dressage. Like <laughs> basically teaching a horse to walk in different ways. And then that's it. I was like, okay, cool. But I don't want to, I don't want to down, you know, someone probably loves it. So Absolutely. I'm glad it's there for them. Right. Exactly. Whatever, whatever sport makes you happy, totally go for it. But there are a lot of more modern sports that have become very popular not only with people watching them, but people participating in them. Like where we live, we live very that's close fair. to yes, the ocean. Fair. A lot of surf. I mean, our high school had a surf team. Yeah. You know? So people want to see those kind of things. And, and, it's, and it's cool that they introduced, introduced that. So, all right. So let's look at the last three Pokemon for our Pokemon Summer Olympics for surfing. All right. I'll go first. I got a, I got a cool Pokemon to tell you guys about. His name is, his or her name is Melodic. A, um, a water Pokemon. Kind of looks like a big, um, uh, what's a nicer word than worm? Like a big serpent. A big serpent. Thank you. Yes, yeah. that's much nicer than worm. So uh, interesting things about uh, Melodic. Evolves from a little fish Pokemon named Phoebus, who's who's super ugly. And he, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's just, I, I'm sorry, that's just what they say about him. It's like a, it's like a swan situation here. Ugly duckling situation here. Uh, it levels up. When it's beautiful condition, so remember how when Pokemon had like, uh, what was that called? You could like put them in like a like a like a show, like a beauty pageant. Oh yeah, and yep, they had yep. different stats. Yep. So I think one of them was beauty. So anyway, if you make this Pokemon have a high beautiful stat, or if you have it hold a prism scale, uh, anyway, it evolves into Melodic because Melodic is considered one of the most beautiful Pokemon of all the Pokemon. Uh, it's a it's a natural swimmer. It it glides through the water. It can jump very high out of the water. So um, a quick, quick point of clarification. Um, I was say, you're, you're saying a lot of great things about this Pokemon, but what does that have to do with surfing? Well, all those things would be useful in surfing. But here's my here's my question: <laughs> Do uh, you remember how my Pokemon that was a wheel? We let him be a bike. We said, "Oh, that's like a bike." Okay. So can Melodic just also be the surfboard? Can we just say he's body surfing? Um, and so, and let me let me hit you with this as a as a as a backup plan. If you say no. I'm going to say, then fine. I'm just going to like tape a surfboard to his, to his stomach and he's still going to just swim like normal and do all this stuff. Uh, I, I'm going, I'm thinking away, Dan. I don't know what you're thinking. I'm thinking not a surfboard. Like, like he's not a body surfing. He's going to have to have a surfboard. I feel like if you guys are okay with this, then if, you if also okay. would be okay with the handhold, not really being a handhold. So I, I'm going by my stance of, Handhold actually means something. Surfboard <laughs> actually means something. So I think taping surfboard to his his skin is the only route you have to go down. I'm fine with that, and we're prepared to do that. So what we're saying is, Steve's a hypocrite because he let the he had to let the wheel guy be a bike, and he let handholds be optional. All right, all right. I, but now he's like, oh no, you have to have a surfboard. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here though. Whirlipede has the title basically wheel in his name. Whereas melodic, if its name was like surf birderer or something, then I'd be like, all right, I get it. It's a surfboard Pokemon. Steve, you really have issues with Pokemon names. 
it basically if if the name ever in any way describes what the Pokemon looks like, you're like, this is bad. This is wrong. <laughs> and can I just say something going back to Pokemon Go and Phoebus and sure. Melodic? So this is by far the most annoying uh, evolution. And I, for the one person that's listening that plays Pokemon Go still, I feel your pain. <laughs> it you literally had to walk twenty kilometers for you to be able to evolu- uh, evolve them. Okay. And that's the only one that you really had to, to walk 20 kilometers for. They really wanted you to work for it. They wanted you to work for it. Man, it's really annoying. All right. Because it, it, it was also annoying to, to get in the, in the real game, so that makes sense. All right. It'll body. We'll, we'll let it body surf. <laughs> well, thanks. Go for it. Thanks, Judge. I was going to put this under protest anyway if you said no. <laughs> uh, so here's, here's the description. Uh, it's, it's said to be the most beautiful of all Pokemon. In fact, it is said to have inspired many artists in their works. When there are fights going on, it has the power to calm angry feelings and end arguments by releasing a wave of energy. Uh, so, like, I think that's going to just be mesmerizing to the judges because this is a this is a judged a judged sport, right? So, you, you there are opinions involved. Although you like you're you're tech, doing technical tricks, but I don't actually so, know our, ju- our, so I don't know. Are what our judges going to be impartial? What do you mean? Yeah, because they're Why like they? they're falling under her spell. Well, it's just because they're not it's really looking so... at the technique. Okay, so it's the technique that's so it's, beautiful. It's I would say they're one and the same. Like when Ooh. when it 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 does it, when it follow when it's surfing a wave and it does a like a flip in the air. Okay, like it's gonna look it's just gonna look really pretty. Gotcha. And that's gonna I guess it's gonna subconsciously influence the judges. I think that's fair to say. But I I think that happens. I think that happens in real life because like you can't you can't always separate that. That's true. Yeah, you've seen Simone Biles do a giant flip in the air and you're just completely mesmerized yeah where you're like that's just beautiful looking yeah all right okay fair enough all right thanks so that's your argument that he just will uh make it look beautiful well oh, he's, he's also an extremely good swimmer like this thing like um oh i i don't have any of its like actual swimming stats but it, it like lives <laughs> in lakes and rivers and it uh it's a really good swimmer when i find it on the description i'll tell you okay I know it's in here somewhere. Why don't you guys do one of your Pokemons and then I'll find it. All right. I'll take mine. So I'm going with the Pokemon Prin, uh, excuse me, Prinplup, which is uh, a generation four Pokemon coming from the, uh, one of the starters, uh, one of the starter Pokemons. Uh, I forget what it's, it comes from before that's Prip, uh, Priplup. Thank you. Man, all these names sound so familiar. They're just like changing like one consonant. Yeah. So uh, it comes from Pip Lup, and it turns eventually into Prin Plup. And uh, Prin Plup looks like a penguin because it is a penguin. Uh, it's a blue, uh, light blue penguin, yellow feet, and it's kind of like got like a V-shaped, uh, like razor kind of looking thing going across its head. Think of it like the Dilophosaurus from Jurassic Park, or how it's got that V fan over its head. I hope that's like a good description. I think that kind of nails it uh yeah. i think so yeah all right perfect all right so so one reason i'm going with prim pulp prim plup uh a because he's a water pokemon so he has experience going in the water which will definitely help him there but also uh penguins uh are very well known for walking safely on ice having good centers of gravity and they actually tell people that if you're walking on thin ice you're supposed to impersonate a penguin because it will help soften the blow and you will be very less likely to fall through so going off of that logic here's my transitive property here i know you guys are all waiting for it it's been a while 
Uh, Primplup would have a very strong center of gravity, allowing him good uh, balance while he's on the surfboard, uh, not falling off, being able to uh, do tricks, not flipping the board in any way like that, and just riding the wave in. And since he's a water Pokemon, he can also learn surf, which I'm sure can also help the, while they're surfboarding as well. And that's that's pretty much my argument for Plumplup. Okay, since I have, I'm going to butt in here and say, uh, so I couldn't actually find anything about his swing ability, but I will <laughs> say, wait, 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 I have something. He's in the game uh, New Pokemon Snap, which I played on Switch. And like the one of the things of that game is you take a bunch of pictures of different Pokemon, and then you find like a special one and I forget what they're called. There's something about them. They're like shiny. glowing. Yeah, they're li- they don't use the word shiny, but I can't remember the word in the game. Melodic is one of them. So you do like a whole photo shoot where he's like swimming around in the lake. And he's like jumping all over the place, swims really fast under you, over you. So that was what I was basing his good swimming ability off of. I couldn't find a support in the in the Bulbapedia text. Gotcha. So we're going off Pokemon Snap. Well, that's 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 a canon that's, Pokemon that's, game. That's fair. That's fair. In, hey, in many if ways, you see that's a, a better skin. You take a picture. All right. Uh, okay. I want to yeah, see. Course, I want to see how they represent Combusken in that game. I think game. he might be in the game. I don't remember. Keep your eye out. And I, I will pay good money for a Combusken photo from Pokemon oh, Snap. Okay. I mean, yeah, that'd be really easy to do. All right. Perfect. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> like a dollar, or what's good money? Because it depends on how depends on uh, how many stars you get ranked on that photo. Oh, you do remember when we played. I do. It was one time. <laughs> Steve was like, yeah, this game is not great. I don't want to play it. I just found it boring. Yeah. Like, we went through it, like, a couple times, and I was just... I was just not a, you're just not a true Pokemon fan. Uh, apparently not. Well, neither of us could play Pokemon Go as long as Dan, so he's the true I think fan. he's the true... He's the true believer. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I gave up for a year and some... Hey, that's okay. You just need a, a mental health. Break. You were still going for four years, though. You went from 2016 to 2020. Yeah, I actually know a friend, and I'm getting way off topic, but I actually know a friend who um, played it for a year, gave up, and during the pandemic picked it back up. Probably because they were bored. Exactly. And they wanted to get outside. Yep. And they're probably gaining a lot of weight because they're making a lot of bread. Their sourdoughs coming in. All those in. sourdough starters. Yeah, yep. I totally get that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good for that person. Yeah. Be back on the wagon. Off the wagon. I don't know how that analogy works. Jumping on the back. The back, back All right. Right. Let's get back to Printpulp. What do you yes. guys got? You have any arguments against against Printpulp? Uh, oh, what do you got, Dan? <laughs> I'm looking at his feet. And I'm just like, can this Pokemon ride a surfboard? Maybe. Probably, I guess. I don't know. I think so. I think he has full ability to ride a ride a surfboard. I mean, you put a little turtle wax right there on the board; he'll be fine. He'll he'll grab onto it. If 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 penguins are able to walk across ice without slipping and sliding all the time on ice, like whenever they they well, slip, they do, they're on their belly. They're on their belly. When they're when they're slipping on ice, they're usually on their belly. You see them walking along ice all the time. They're very careful when they're I, going. This is probably another thing that you guys are gonna get angry about me with. So, you know, let me know. But how do you like cause surf surfing? You paddle, you paddle, you paddle, and how do you actually get up off the surfboard to stand up? You don't have hands, and it, I don't really see you being able to do like a push up with that. I, th- I think he. I mean, just because he doesn't have like fingers, I think he could like put his fins on the board and just push himself up. Now, Dan, you are a surfer. It'd be awkward, or but you have surfed. 
Would you rather me word it like that? That's probably closer to the truth than <laughs> a, I would not call myself a surfer. Yeah, you have surfed before. And I, you do I, own a surfboard. You're I like the only a, person I know that owns a surfboard. I own a surfboard and I have surfed on many occasion, um, but I haven't surfed in like six years. I went to surf camp when I was like in third grade. Seriously? I did. Wow. It was actually a lot of fun too. I felt like I was through I was, the surf shop. I was doing it. No, it uh ooh, that's good. I, I think through it was through the, the school. Oh. I forget. I just remember our librarian was the was the surfer, was the surf instructor. Oh, the primary school? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly. he was like a yeah, he was a like he was a really full time surfer. surfer half-time, yeah, he would like part-time. Yeah, yeah. He would just like read and then go surfing. That's um, the life. Yeah, I, I think I don't I don't see any problem with him like being able to push himself up. Like if his arms were super tiny, then I could see maybe he'd have some kind of physical problem in doing that. But his 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 fins are pretty large. I think he had no he'd have no problem pushing himself up on the board and then standing up. I would say it would at least be awkward because, like, do his elbow like when you have wings? Can you like bend them everywhere? I don't really know how wings work. I think yeah. I mean, you see they the would birds, have a they, joint. All right, it's bird, hard yeah. to tell. They, they Again, tuck them back. Think of like chicken wings. Like they have joints. Yeah, you're right. This picture doesn't look like that, but no, uh, you're, it probably. Would I, th- I think to, he would like, have joints. Be a real bird. Although I don't know, is he a real bird? I don't know. He can't fly. So I, I, I mean, well, aren't there like flightless birds? Like, like penguins, a, ostriches. Right. I mean, surfing, you don't have to be a bird to surf. Oh, because we're going off to the, the, That's the, the physiology of, uh, of, of... You don't have to be a bird to surf. <laughs> make, that, make that a bumper sticker. Hashtag, you don't have to be a bird to surf. <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're right. I, I, was really, I was really reaching out. I guess, I, sure. I guess you can surf. I don't know. <laughs> what does this all matter anyway? <laughs> Pokemon at the Olympics? This is crazy. You made me, you made me question everything. Oh, God. That that I stand by my thing. I don't think he's going to be able to actually do anything when it comes to his fins. His fins can only like go out straight and down, go out straight and down. I don't think he's actually able to push up effectively. I do think he'd be able to paddle very effectively. Yes, he would be able to paddle very effectively. Um, I just don't think he'll be able to stand up and actually do the tricks. All right, we're going to have to agree to disagree agreeably. However, I am going to uh, want to know from the listeners whether or not they think that uh, okay. Primplops would be able to bend their fins. How about as a compromise? Because he's kind of chubby, when he tries to get up, he just rolls off the surfboard and it's really funny. <laughs> no, because then he's not surfing. <laughs> I know, it just thought it would be funny. <laughs> and you get some points for that. That's actually a surfboarding trick. Oh, one my, wow. One of my favorite things, and again, off topic, but is when uh, hearing a penguin fall. Um, like, Have you ever watched, like, watched a YouTube video where a penguin falls? Can't say I have, Dan. I'm curious to look at you your... Put I'm currently holding end. your iPad. I should look at your YouTube history right now. Yeah, you should put it at the end of the show because it is, it is quality. <laughs> quality entertainment. The sound of a penguin falling? Yes. Oh, okay. That's why Dan's search history is just like full of like how to make penguin fall, <laughs> where to go to find penguin, <laughs> what makes penguin fall most effectively. <laughs> oh, God. So that's my argument for Prinplop... Dan, bring us home. Floatzel. Yeah, so I chose Floatzel. And uh, Floatzel is Gen 4. Um, it evolves from Buzel. Yeah, that's how I would say it. Um, it is basically a, a weasel. Um, yeah. And. Or is it a ferret? What is the difference between a weasel and a ferret? You're asking the wrong person. I think the same, like. In the Genius. biology, in the biology uh, on Bulbapedia, it says he resembles an anthropomorphic otter or we- or weasel. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. 
um, and uh, basically stands on his back, his hind legs. He has tail. He also has basically looks like a floating device around his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and super strong swimmer, kind of like Malotic. And um, like the 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 floating device actually is a, a flotation sack. Um, in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Thank you very much. That's our that's our second sack of the Pokemon Olympics. That's right. We, we Toxicroak. Yeah, we looked up what the frog thing is called. Yeah, it's a vocal sack. A vocal sack. Yeah, vocal sack. Thanks, yeah, Dan. Yeah. You you brought us both sacks of our Pokemon Full Olympic game. Full circle. I'm here, please. Um, and basically, um, he's he's more known for his swing abilities and try to rescue drowning people. Um, and he basically helped dive. He actually deflates his flotation sack. That's kind of how it works. Okay. And then when he went to inflate, he just kind of goes to the surface with inflating sack. Um, so basically what I'm, I'm going to go off of is that he has a tail that basically helps him move quickly through water. Yeah, and it says from the reading that I, that I have here that it moves indefinitely. This is way more of a water Pokemon than I thought when I first saw him. He's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, he, yeah, basically the tail is a repeller and the fins are like oars um so it's basically just a giant boat um and he also can stand up on on legs so um (laughs) he actually would be able to like effectively like get onto the wave because one of the main things about surfing is you have to be strong enough to be able to get onto into the wave as the wave's about to break you need to make sure you're paddling onto it exactly and then be able to push up onto the surfboard with your hands and then be able to stand up with it and making sure you have the, the surfboard have enough momentum so um, I do think that since he has hind legs and can push up, he will be able actually to surf unlike everyone else. And uh, he can be the only one to actually be able to surf compared to everyone else. So that's wow. I was about to only say one who's able to yeah, surf. I was about to say, wow, this Pokemon would be really good at surfing. But now I'm not going to say it because you were you were mean to me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bring something up. I'm curious of both of your opinions. It says here on Bulbapedia that it is a freshwater pokemon only Uh uh-oh what happens in saltwater it doesn't say hmm so i'd be kind of curious what happens if you take a freshwater fish and put it in salt water they die so i'm curious what would happen they die slowly oh no this got very dark (laughs) wow so he's gonna he's gonna he's going to die for his gold medal like he's gonna go out there Forgotten country that he's <laughs> knowing that he's going to die when this is all over. He'll get it like he'll be on the metal stand and he'll he'll go down. There was a guy um who ran the marathon who uh got gold and as soon as he finished gold, immediately vomited. So uh, I, I mean bas- there's a difference between vomiting and dying though. I do think it is uh somewhat uh in the right direction of saying like you know give it your all okay yeah okay fair enough so that's i mean that's up to the uh the listener's interpretation that's the only thing i will say is that it says that he can only go in freshwater pokemon or freshwater um yeah interesting that that's that's my only i mean you're absolutely right i mean he looks like he looks like a lifeguard like just like with a towel around his neck he looks like he'd have no problem can he let go? I'm assuming he can let go of that thing. What happens when he let go? It's attached, I, right? That's like I think a it's sack. part of his body. Yeah. So I got to defend Dan for a second, actually. Okay. So a freshwater fish, okay. they need to breathe 
the water, right? They need to get filter the oxygen out of the water with their gills. Right. Uh, this Pokemon is not a fish. He doesn't breathe the oxygen in the water, right? Okay. So, I mean, that's what really differentiates a freshwater and saltwater fish, like whether they can survive filtering that water, right? That's true. So there's really no like physiological reason why this guy shouldn't be able to go in saltwater. The, it's very confusing while it does. It's, it does say it is a freshwater Pokemon yeah. and tends to inhabit swift moving rivers where it pursues prey. It's interesting that so, they classify it as that. Yeah. So that might just mean it normally lives in, in freshwater, but I'm going to have, I'm going to go with support Dan here and say he can, he can surf in, in saltwater without dying. Although Dan was really ready to sacrifice him immediately. Did you notice that? <laughs> For God and country. <laughs> that's what he said. You, you know that guy that threw up after running the marathon? That's what's going to happen to him. He's going to do whatever he has to do to win. No, I definitely do agree with you, though. Yes. If he had to uh, consume the, the, the oxygen in the water through gills or something like that, I could see fr- fresh That would be a much more a important distinction. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. It's yeah. like analogous to the Snorlax defense. The defense where Dan, they immediately kill. Dan, as, as <laughs> yeah. his coach, Dan just like get out there but i don't so, care so last last olympics he used his pokemon to kill others and now he's killing his own pokemon <laughs> yeah. what's gonna be next i don't know i don't want to know what happens in beijing 2022 <laughs> i'm kind of scared to be honest with you oh boy all right so i think that pretty much wraps it up for for those three uh for those three events for today some epic battles epic battles for the pokemon olympics i was curious does anybody have any fun facts regarding olympics these pokemon anything that you wanted to add well, before we before we head out of here, I hit you with my skateboarding helmet fact. Yes, I thought I had something else that I told you earlier, but I forgot. I think you told me in the car. Yeah, I but I don't remember what it was. I knew I was going to forget. Yeah, but I also have something for you, Steve. I, I I know that you get irrationally upset about weirdly named Pokemon, <laughs> so I wanted to give you. I wanted to tell you about some and get your get your hot takes. Okay. So so number one is one we've mentioned many times. You you know him. You hate him. It's Trubbish. Yes. He is a literal trash bag. So, so is that basically some of your thoughts on Trubbish? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he is what I think he is. Okay. So uh, another one I, I know you've spoken about before, Vanillish. Yes. He is a ice cream, vanilla ice cream cone. Yes. Anything, any other thoughts, anything you want to add? Stupid. It, it, it kind of is stupid. It has a face. It has a really goofy face. So I, this, this is what I'm going to say. I think I don't like it when they take an inanimate object from our world and make it into a Pokemon, but name it what it is. I, I think that's I what my problem definitely is. Definitely agree, and that's basically what this whole list is. Go ahead. Inanimate objects. Glakey. Glakey's on there. So his name is Klefki, and Klefki. he's next on the list. Yeah. He's a key ring. He likes to collect keys. Yeah, that's stupid. And that's it. Next, oh, I don't know if you know this one. There's a Pokemon named Comfy, C-O-M-F-E-Y. Basically picture a lay, but one of the flowers has a face. <laughs> oh, God. No. You like that one, too? At least it's not called like Lay or something like that. <sighs> All right, let's see who's next. Uh, this one not as bad as the others. The the Alolan Radicate. So, um, eventually one of the gens, I don't know, like six ish, added like alternate versions of existing Pokemon. That it, is it, that like the Mega Evolutions? No, no, it's more like a like a regional variation. Like it's a tropical island, so there's like some differences between like the normal Radicate. So this this Radicate is like fatter. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. That's fine. This one doesn't bother you. No, this one doesn't, that doesn't you. bother me. No. Okay. Is this a list of the dumbest Pokemon? Or uh, what is no, it was just weird or interesting Pokemon. Okay. No, that one doesn't bother me. All right. Here's one I know you'll love. Chandelure. No, do not know. You already know. I what already it is. know that one. It's yeah. a chandelier. It's a chandelier, and it has like flames, right? 
Yep, sure does. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Uh, it evolves from a candle. So yeah, that's uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It evolves from a lamp, which evolves from a candle. So it goes candle, lamp, lamp chandelier. Yeah, no, no, no way. All right, all right, all right. Um, this is a this is a new Sword and Shield Pokemon, Poltegeist. Poltegeist. Okay, is it a ghost? Uh, a ghost inside of a teapot. Uh if it, so, if the Pokemon was the ghost and not the teapot. So that's what kind of annoys me about some Pokemon. Right. Like, does every single version of this Pokemon need a teapot? Right. Like going back to Cubone, they always wear their mother's skull. Yeah. What is it about the Pokemon Cubone that involves its mother dying and wearing its skull? Like, yeah. Like that seems like it wouldn't happen to every single one, you know? Or if it hatched out of an egg, it just automatically has the skull. Exactly. Or if it? this hatches out of an egg and there's a teapot inside. Yeah, what does it look like? And there's like other examples of that, of like. It seems like it should be a specific example of a Pokemon, but it is somehow the entire species yeah. looks like this. And you're like, how? It doesn't make right, sense. Right, exactly. Um, next, uh, this is also a sword and shield Pokemon, I think. Hone Edge. He's just a sword. Uh, no, not not about it. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think this really actually helped me narrow down my problem with it. And it comes down to inanimate ob- everyday objects that are po- what they are, and then they just give them eyeballs. Wouldn't you say that a sword is an inanimate object? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you don't like this one? I don't like... No, okay, yeah, okay, gotcha, like gotcha. One, no. Okay, this next one, his name is Kling Clang. He is uh, a couple gears stuck together. No. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, here's a great one. Probo Pass. What do you think he is? Probo Pass. The first thing I'm thinking of is a car, because I'm thinking of passing. Okay, do you know what the 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 first part probo like um i'm thinking like prohibit pro um probo? i'm trying to think of like it's a root of some other words but i can't think of any off the top of my head prohibition uh That's prohibit. no uh probo. it probo. is it's your nose well it's it's the part of your it relates to your nose okay uh so here he is he's a stone statue with oh. a giant nose and a giant mustache it's nose passes evolution oh. which is a smaller head that doesn't have a mustache See that one doesn't bother me. All right, because I, I, I so look at that, and giant I don't think goofy of, mustache. You're like, that's fine. I don't see. I look at that, and I don't think of something from everyday life. I don't know why. I don't. I don't think of an animate object. Okay. Yeah, that one so doesn't this bother is me. A, this is actually really fascinating and eye opening to me. Okay, so then you probably won't have a problem with uh, Doug Trio or Magna. Who is who's the triple? Who's the what? Oh, three Magna, Magnemites. Magna, Magna, Magneton. Magneton. What about if the Doug Trios had long blonde hair, like a lowland Doug Trio? Because they're like on a tropical island, they grew surfer hair. Maybe that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Weird, right? But not it as offensive weird. as the keyring Pokemon, right? Yeah. All right. Because pine... I'm also already used to Doug Trio. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Pineco. He's a giant pine cone. You see why that one doesn't? Sure that, one doesn't one. <laughs> that one doesn't bother me. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, we have more research to do then. All right, and then uh, Dan had Dan had one. Oh, I think we talked about this last episode. Your mask, who just oh, yeah, is a ghost holding a mask. There's also Coffregigus, who is uh, oh, I remember, a, yeah, a no, big I like that one. Nope. A sarcophagus, yeah. yeah. So yeah, some of these are just all right. So we we've learned some things. We've also brought up some more questions about what makes a good Pokemon and what makes a lazy Pokemon. Now I have a question for the two of you. We mentioned that uh, the Olympics were allowing the the host country to add sports that were not you know, always there like this year with a lot of these sports being the first time Japan added them into them. So in 2028, the United States, Los Angeles is going to be hosting the summer Olympics. I want you guys to 
What do you think would be some events that are not in it that are American that would be in the Summer Olympics? All right, I'll take an easy answer and just say baseball, softball will come back because they're not going to be in the next two. Okay. They're, they're in um, Tokyo right now, not going to be in the next two. Probably coming back for uh, LA, I would guess. I would think so too. Um, do you have one, Dan? So I think these might be like a little from left field. So let me know what you think. Uh, spike ball. Okay. I could see that being an ultimate Frisbee. I could see that too. I think spike ball. If you watch like good players, it is like, it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. Um, and ultimate Frisbee, I think would be actually makes sense. I have, I have two. One is a joke and one I think could be made. The one I think could be made, cornhole. Very popular American barbecue sport, Mm -hmm. if you call it a sport. I I definitely could think that could be on there. I mean, if you have curling, it's it's just like, I mean, it's different, but it's kind of similar. There are definitely sports that don't require like all around athleticism. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Like you can basically be like a fat guy and do that. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to be a fat guy. But you can is what I'm sorry. You could, you could, yeah, right. So so one thing that I've always seen right around this time of year, it's always like, um, just to understand how good the uh, players are or mm-hmm. the athletes are, you should put a random average Joe in there. Yes, yes. Um, where cornhole, I think they would be able to compete <laughs> pretty, like at least like a a, a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're I, saying. I agree. You get especially if you get on a hot streak, you know. So my joke, and this would actually be uh, a good one to put an average Joe with, uh, hot dog eating. I, so. As a only half joke, I, I wonder if video games will ever be in the Olympics. I, I mentioned it last time. Right. I'm not and sure. They're gaining a lot of popularity. I it, I don't know if it makes sense right now to put them in the Olympics. They're kind of their own separate thing. But Correct. It's interesting. I don't know. We've added other weird sports, so right. it's possible. Uh, I ha- I, so today I was looking at uh, the future Olympics because I'm just curious, uh, you know, what we might be talking about in our future Pokemon Olympic episodes. And I did see that in Paris 2024... They are adding breakdancing as an Olympic event. Okay. So, listeners, if we're still around, God willing, hopefully in 2024, I'm sure we will have Pokemon breakdancing. I think Scrafty could do it. (laughs) Too bad we already used him. So, related question to your question. If the world of Pokemon was hosting the Olympics, what sports would they add as their unique, a unique sport to the world of Pokemon? Oh, man. So, uh, here's some things to think about. Yeah, jumpstart it. You bike ride a lot in the Pokemon games. Riding yep. your bike around is a big thing. Yep. But there's already a lot of bike sports. Right. So I don't know. So here's the other thing I was thinking. A lot of the gyms have uh, some type of gimmick or way to navigate the gym that would kill you. They're like extremely dangerous. Or you go fast. Or you go off a ramp. Yeah. There's literally one where you like do these ramps and you actually like hit a wall and it makes a splat sound and then you slide down the wall <laughs> like in a cartoon. And then there's some that like teleport you or like shoot you across this thing and... I th- they're, they're, I'm just saying they're all could kill you. I think that there would be some kind of an event where you have to sprint through grass and not encounter a Pokemon. Okay, good one. Yeah, <laughs> of, of of some type. I think you'd uh-huh. have to do that, or um, you know, you'd have to run through an area without someone stopping you, trying to duel you, or something like, or battle you, whatever it's called. <laughs> I think that would be uh, like sneaking around. Sneak. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to. You'd have to get around. That's all I could think of off the top yeah, of my head. Just curious yeah, just curious if you'd have anything. Yeah, nothing comes to mind on my end. Yeah. I keep thinking of like surfing or, um, you know, any kind of like TM, but nothing comes to mind. Yeah. 
All right, so we'll just go with my sport, which is a death-defying gym traversal. That's a sport. <laughs> There'll be a combination of all the different gym gimmicks that you have to get through. Slippery ice, fire, slides. Darkness. Yeah, Pitch there you black. Go. You, just have to, you just have that little light around your person so you can kind of see where you are. Yep. You have to figure everything else out. I like it. All right, so that comes to a close of our uh, traditional Pokemon Olympics. We hope everybody listening uh, enjoyed it. Um, so there's going to be a poll uh, in the show notes. You can also go to whowouldwincast.com slash vote for who you think would win in these three events. So just to go over this one more time, we started off talking about skateboarding. We spoke about Kranidos, Trico, and Scrafty. Next, we spoke about sport climbing with Glissor, Ferrothorn, and Swampert. And we ended with surfing with Prinpulp, Myo, uh, melodic apologies and floatzel and as i mentioned we will have uh images of all those pokemon down in the show notes in case you want to see uh what they look like also make sure you check out our social media pages because i'm going to be hard at work editing images showing all these pokemon doing the events that we just talked about and i'm also going to include in the show notes that video that dan mentioned that the poke uh, the pokemon that the olympics go into um diving into the new events that they introduce and all that stuff like that is there anything else that you guys want to add before we head out today uh no thanks for having me on dan this has been great having you back this is a fun tradition i hope we uh we continue into 2022 and onwards we don't have to wait as long for the next olympics that's so true that's it'll right. be here before you know it exactly six months from now start brainstorming everybody listeners if you have any suggestions for events because i did look today like i mentioned at the winter olympics and it doesn't seem like there's any new sports they pretty much stick to to what they do there may be like they might add like a women's version of a sport or something like that um so if there's any that you would definitely like us to check out for the 2022 beijing winter olympics definitely let us know please make sure you follow us on instagram twitter facebook and our website whowincast.com subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts and please continue to participate in our show for the who win cast this has been steve this has been chris and dan and we will see you next time Bye bye